Hey, hey, everybody. What I want to talk about today is building resilience in our children versus coddling them. First, I want to share a story that really demonstrates what these things mean. I was on YouTube and there's a channel, I believe it's called Upworthy or something like that. And the whole channel is dedicated to highlighting people that have disabilities and other significant struggles and and differences in their body or the way that they think or the way that they live and about how they have learned to manage life with that. And there was one particular um, video that I was watching about a young man um, who was adopted into a large family. And this, this man, well, it turned into a man. When I was watching the video at that time, he was a man. When he was adopted, this boy was had no arms and no legs. Otherwise healthy, but no arms and no legs. And in this video, this young man had learned how to get around on his own without a wheelchair. He could dress himself on his own. He could um, make macaroni and cheese by himself, get up onto beds, get down the stairs. It was showing him do all of these things. He attended the local high school and he was on the dance team. And this was a young man that had no arms and no legs. Okay, and it was just incredible. So I'm going to go ahead and link to that video in the show notes for you. When I was watching, when I was done watching this video, I think my jaw was just like dropped open and it just blew my mind and wondering how did this human being that had no arms and legs get to this point when I think most of the world would have assumed like he'll just kind of be in a wheelchair the rest of his life um, and you won't really, really be able to do much and only need a lot of assistive equipment so that he can, you know, kind of have a a normal life. And that was not the case with this kid. And in this video, they also had the dad share his perspective. And something he said really stood out to me. And it was something along the lines of, like, there was a lot of tears and a lot of crying and a lot of challenging, but he did it. And And that's how he got to where he was, I'm guessing. And... I was thinking about this, having an experience with my daughter where she's learning how to dress herself and her muscle tone and other issues make it difficult for her to manipulate the clothing to get it on. And I have often thought, oh, maybe I should get her adaptive clothing or do some other things like that. And I thought, man, this kid that has no arms and legs has figured out how to dress himself with normal clothes, not adaptive clothes. I mean, obviously the pants will be cut off so that he can move around. Um, And they're all short sleeve shirts that he wears, but they're not like the adaptive clothing. And so I just was thinking, man, if he can do it, maybe she can too. And, And the truth is, is like, we really don't know the limit of our kids' potential. We know what we're told by the doctors. We know what's generally 
the case, but our individual kids, like, you know, because there's also the cases or the outliers of, and, and more and more of them are happening of people that are overcoming disabilities or things that doctors thought they wouldn't be able to do. They're learning to do. And so who are we to say that our kids can't, you know, and what would happen if we were willing to let them suffer through a lot of tears? And if we were willing to suffer through a lot of tears for the sake of our children learning independence and how much that will boost their confidence in themselves, like what a gift that will be to them. And I firmly, firmly believe that the more independent we can help our kids become, especially if they're starting out at a disadvantage, the more competent and confident they will be. And that will serve them so well because the, like the truth is, is like the world isn't really going to take it easier on them, right? We are creating an atmosphere where they can, there's assistive equipment and things like that, but like the world is rough, And if we, unless we're willing to take care of them the rest of their lives, which is the case in some situations, I'm not saying that it shouldn't be, but you know who you are. And those of you that want to help your kids and know that there's a huge possibility or even a small possibility that they could be independent and on their own and want to gift that to get to them, I want to offer this idea to you that why not take a chance on them? And take a chance on you and be willing to shed tears and suffering and struggle in order to learn how to develop the skills they need. So for example, for my daughter, for a long time, I was just getting her dressed and getting her dressed. And my husband was kind of like, hey, you know what? She can do this. And I did not have as much gumption as he did to stick with it because the crying was, it was just too much for me. And it overwhelmed me. And then I, I just couldn't handle it, but he could. So he would go in and help her get dressed. And by help her, I mean, he would coach her through it. He would watch and help her know and demonstrate, but he wouldn't do it for her. And there was, and I'm, I'm just in the other room and I'm listening and he's coaching and she's crying and she's crying and she's crying. And I feel like crying and I'm not even in there. And, but he's coaching her through it. You can do this. You can do this. He's showing her how to do it. She's showing her how to do it. And we've been doing this now for months, right? And my husband helped me to learn how to be, how I could be more resilient in my determination and belief that she could do it. And months and months and months and months later, she's doing 90% of it by herself no adaptive clothing at all. Um, and I mean, we're getting down to like putting socks on, you know, like, and I just, I didn't know that that would ever be a thing. Um, and there's still certain clothing that's easier than others. Um, and certain fabrics that are easier than others, but she's doing it. And I cannot tell you how rewarding it is to see the look on her face when she realizes what she's done. And this is like, I'm not even praising her or anything at the end. She knows, she knows what she's done. She knows it was a big deal and her confidence. You can see it grow in her eyes. I mean, she doesn't even need praise from me to know what she's done. 
And this has been so good for her. And I get to reap the benefits of that because she's becoming more independent. And so there's a little less that I need to do as her caregiver. And so what I want to offer to you, and and I guess I want to address this too, is that oftentimes what many therapists or professionals may say is that or even just popular media is that you're going to traumatize your child or that there will be emotional trauma and emotional damage if you force them to do something they don't want to do now I want to address this by saying yes in some situations this is the case right? And even with children that don't have um, significant needs, needs that disable them, this is a struggle. And it's hard to know where that line is between am I helping them build resilience or is this borderline abusive, like emotional abuse and trauma? So here's what I've noticed in my studying, in my experience observing the world, right? This is just what I have noticed. It's that Emotional trauma is inescapable in our human experience, regardless of where you start. Whether you start being the kid that develops so quickly and everybody thinks you're brilliant and I have one of those, or where you start at a huge disadvantage and you have atypical thinking and behaviors and and an atypical body. Regardless of where you start, there will be trauma as humans that's part of the deal we can't escape that so now what right and part of that is as a parent to help minimize that but another part is to be willing to risk it knowing that you're showing up in a compassionate way because there's a difference between if my husband was kneeling down and yelling at her telling her why she can't you know how come you can't do this you're such an idiot just pick it up just put it on it's not that hard you know because it's significantly difficult for her you know compared to other kids at least it was and so that kind of talking does take is more intentional trauma is more along the lines of emotional abuse but allowing our children to suffer for the sake of developing a skill set that will help them be resilient is not emotional abuse, is not trauma. And you might decide if you are taking this route that maybe they're just not ready yet. And that could be true. The truth is, is that you know best. You know your child best. And you'll be able to understand if you're tuned into them whether this is the time or this is not the time or it's too much or it's not too much, right? And get get some input from your spouse, your friends, your support system if you need because um, it really is a big gift that you're going to be offering them. So I want you to consider that when I'm suggesting allowing them to suffer, there needs to be a purpose for the suffering. There needs to be something on the other side that when they wade through that suffering and that struggle to develop, that there's something on the other end, like the development of a skill 
the building of their confidence, the building of their independence, something like that, right? That's quite different. And there's all, and there's many kinds of suffering that come with, with children that have these other, these significant needs. And so right now I'm just talking about the kind of suffering that helps build them a skill set of independence and emotional resilience. Because the truth is, is that these kids will need to have more emotional resilience than the average person because of where they're starting in life. And it's a gift that we can offer them that resilience instead of sheltering them from it. That's what I want to offer to you, that as the parent, you have the opportunity, the position to offer them that. All right. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you have questions about what I've said, if you want to learn more about what I've said, uh, leave some comments and other things so that I can answer them and get you the material that you need. Thanks so much for coming and I'll see you next week. Take care.